we made it to Friday. Good to hear. Glad you made it. And uh, getting into the weekend, a lot going on this weekend. Bucks get a win last night. Downtown was buzzing. And uh, you've got the Badgers and the Buckeyes tomorrow. And uh, question marks about that. Question marks about the Packers game coming up this weekend. Can the Packers offense change people's minds this weekend? So we'll talk about that today. And can the Badgers keep it close? I mean, I, I, I think that's the question. I don't think anybody right now in their right mind is going, can the Badgers win? I think everybody's just asking, can they make it competitive? Can they not get blown out? Can they not get, not get it handed to them? So, uh, I, you know, maybe, you know, if you don't have faith, I don't, I got to be honest, if I'm going to sit down and I'm going to bet money on it and bet my house, I'm picking the Buckeyes. But can they keep it close? Can the Badgers keep it close and, and, uh, and look good doing so? And, and then in the meantime, uh, you've got the Bucks that get a win last night. And, boy, I tell you what, it was, uh, it was different. It was different. Uh, last year, you would see the Bucks get a big lead. And then they would just fritter it away. And then they just played desperate basketball. Desperate basketball down the stretch. Trying to find somebody, anybody, that could even show a semblance of offense. By the way, if I'm Adrian Griffin, the first thing I do is I go to Giannis and I say, man, you're incredible. You're a superstar. You can do anything you want, except if you shoot again beyond the three-point arc, I'm going to bench you. Stop. They just brought Damian Lillard in to do that. You don't need to do that anymore. Other than that, do your thing. But, um, but yeah, man, oh, man, oh, man. They lose the lead, and then uh, all of a sudden, Damian Lillard and company, they just begin to take over. Lillard uh, dropping buckets late in the ball game, and that's when you saw that lead extend, and ultimately they walk away with a win. I will t- Weird story last night. We, and I'll tell you about it coming up here in a couple minutes. But I got a weird, something I'd never seen, weird story last night. And I'll tell you about that. Uh, I want to remind you, coming up tonight, we are going to be uh, back downtown Milwaukee, uh, down at Walker's Point, as a matter of fact. Coming up tonight, we've got Stenny's Halloween Costume Contest. We're going to be there judging that. Myself, Grant Bills, uh, among others. And uh, tonight, we're going to get down about 7, 730. And then uh, judging, I think, begins about an hour, hour and a half later. And we're going to have a good time. So if you're out and about tonight and you want to come down, game one of the World Series, you got college football on tonight, hockey on tonight. Uh, but we'll be down there hanging out. Uh, Stenny's tonight, second in National Walker's Point. We hope to see you down there. You want to participate in the program? It's 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. You can find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. And uh, then uh, you can also find Grant at Wisco Grant uh, over on Twitter as well. You can find uh, also the program, The Bill Michael Show on Instagram, Facebook.com slash The Bill Michael Show on uh, Facebook, and then YouTube, which uh, seems to be uh, growing by leaps and bounds every day. You can find us there and go to YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show, and you can watch the show, listen to the show. You can also find us on the Zone app if you want to download the app on your phone, uh, W-O-Z-N, the Zone Madison. Find us there. Email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. That's thebillmichaels at gmail.com. And then you can listen to us anytime after the fact, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, wherever your podcasts are as well. 
So there you go. Um, Grant Bills, uh, so what did you witness last night when it came to the Milwaukee Bucks and thoughts? That's why they got Dame, right? For when the yeah. game gets tight at the end and the offense bogs down and they need someone to create and hit big shots and hit free throws, Bill. Dame was 17-17 from the line last right. night, which is – you know, something that the Bucks have struggled. Like, Chris Middleton's a good free-throw shooter, but Drew liable to miss a few, Brooke liable to miss a few, and then Giannis, it just kind of depends on the day. So, it was cool in the first game last night to see, obviously, to see loud and clear. That's why they got Damian Lillard, and in game one, it is abundantly clear why that was a good idea and why this was the the right type of move. That was cool. Yeah, uh, they were up big time and then watched that lead basically get frittered away and uh, they come away with a one-point win. I mean, albeit you kind of knew it was going to happen down the stretch. But uh, a 76ers team that doesn't have James Harden, that has really one star to it, so to speak, uh, even though Maxie dropped 31. Um, <laughs> and they come in and they take you to the house all the way down to the very finish line before you can finally put the game away and, and call it a day. I, uh, I, I, on one hand, at one point we're sitting at the, uh, uh, we went to Calderon club last night. We're sitting at the end of the bar. We're watching a game. We're talking and they're running away with it. And I'm like, Oh boy. I mean, this, what a debut. This is incredible. And then also you look back up and they're down by four. I'm like, what the hell, you know? And then you watch obviously the end of the game play out. And you're thinking, like you said, this was the reason that, you know. Now, I will say this. Don't forget, uh, when it comes to doing the nasty, uh, P.J. Tucker last night uh, comes in, a couple of steals, a couple of, what was it, six, seven, eight rebounds, something like that he ended up having last night. Had some dirty minutes, so to speak, as I call them. Uh, not that he plays dirty. It's just that you come in and clean a lot of stuff up. But, uh, but yeah, he 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 was the he was everything he was here. He's the bulldog. He's going to come in and play defense. He's going to get a couple steals, a couple of swipes, a lot of rebounds, be yanking down the ball and kicking the ball up court. And that's exactly what he did. In the meantime, like you mentioned, Damian Lillard with 39 points, Giannis 23. Uh, Giannis over three beyond the arc. And like I said, if he, had, if he never shoots beyond the arc again, uh, that would be too soon. Uh, just stop it. Stop it. Um, I saw the weirdest thing last night. Now, if you if you go downtown Milwaukee, we've seen an increase of the panhandlers, the homeless. And, and you know, you, you see people down there, you know, and you walk up and down the streets and a couple people along the way ask you for money. There's one guy, and he's everywhere, and I've seen him at a lot of different places. He is uh, in a wheelchair. He has um, only one leg. And I usually see him for tickets, and I see him at different, you know, venues, sporting venues and stuff. But you'll see him downtown every now and then. And last night, it's pouring down rain. I mean pouring down rain. And we're sitting now where we sit. Have you ever been to Calderon Club, Grant? Yeah, a couple years ago. But, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> okay. So we're at the end of the bar. We're looking. We're kind of looking off to our hard left, and we're looking up at the TV, and then right to our hard left is the window, the big window that shows out into the street. And you can see it. It's pouring down rain. I didn't see what actually happened, but one minute we're looking at the TV and there's nothing there. And I remember I turned, I took a couple of bites of my dinner and I went to look back and the car stopped and I'm like, what, what, what the heck? A car ran over this guy. Like he was under the car and people got up, they went running out of the restaurant and people are calling 911. Like, oh my God, it, you know, and then you realize, then you see off to the side. The guy's wheelchair. 
And we're like, oh, my goodness, you know. Now, there are some people that are that that know this gentleman that are skeptical. Uh, one of them said, I'm I'm sure he probably rolled himself out in front of the car real quick and threw himself down in front of it um, to, to get money. And we're like, oh, my God, you know, and Kristen got up. She went, somebody called 911. You know, you could see the guy. He was hanging out from underneath the car. And uh, so here comes the ambulance. Here comes the fire truck. Here comes the police. You know, the guy and, and the guy that was driving the car, like, backed up and pulled off to the side. It wasn't if, it, it wasn't like the guy was caught under the car. He was just under the car. And it was the weirdest thing. The ambulance gets there. They look at him, and, they, I mean, obviously they're observing him and, and they're, they're talking to him. But the next thing you know, they're fixing his wheelchair. And and we're, we're thinking to ourselves, well, if, if this is the homeless guy, well, at least tonight he knows he's going to have a warm bed in a hospital somewhere, you know. And we're watching this unfold, and then the fire truck pulls away. I mean, this is in within five, ten minutes. Pulls away. Everybody starts walking back in from outside, and they picked him up. They put him in his wheelchair, and he rolls away. I've never seen anything like this in my life. And the ambulance just leaves. I, I, I Now, maybe he wasn't hurt, I, I would assume. But I've never seen anybody in a wheelchair hit by a car and literally under the car. And then everybody's like... <laughs> Nothing to see here. Talk to you later. The weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I've seen a lot of weird stuff, but the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude in a wheelchair, under a car, and they get out. And we had oh, The WWE's in town, by the way, tonight, downtown. Uh, I think it's a SmackDown is what they have, and a bunch of the uh, producers and directors are sitting at the bar with us, and we're talking to these guys. And the guy. The, even, the, even the WWE guys are like, I've never seen anything like this. This guy got run over by a car, and he's rolling away. And the guy, the, one of the guys looks at me, and he says, they're not helping the guy. They're fixing the chair like they're his pit crew or something. It was the weirdest thing I've, I've ever seen. It just I, completely bizarre. That was, that was my night. I had a great night and great dinner with my son, but that was, that was the – that was the end of the night, and then we all finished up our beverages and we left. It was. Have you ever seen anything like that in your life? I, if I was a producer for WWE, I'd be like, "Is there a character here? Like, can we get this guy in the ring? Like, if he can take a a, a collision from a car and be okay, like, right? can he get in the ring? And like, can we can we turn an act into this? That's what I'd be thinking. I, I it was bizarre. Uh, you know, yeah, I. <laughs> He even turned at one point in time. I don't know what the wrestler's name was. He mentioned. He said, "I don't even think he could get hit by a car and get up and walk away." You know, it was never saw anything like it. Ne- I mean, now granted, he could have maybe refused to go to the hospital for whatever reason, but it wasn't like he was going to have to pay for the ambulance trip or pay for the hospitalization. He got hit by a car. Uh, you know, I would assume that the the driver of the vehicle, his insurance would have taken care of that. I I I don't know. I don't. I didn't see it actually happen. But weirdest thing. Unless, of course, he was coming down the little ramp in front of the Hyatt and he's the one that hit the car. Then I can maybe understand it. But weird.
Bizarre thing. Bizarre thing. So that was my night. Uh, we watched some basketball. We uh, talked a lot of sports, sat at the bar, had a great dinner, an incredible meal. Um, Kristen went off the rails last night and got the uh, the chicken piccata, and uh, that's now her go-to dish. I didn't even know they had it. Apparently, it was spectacular. Uh, so we had a good time, fun time, and then uh, then you get news that uh, the Wisconsin uh, men's hockey team, they, uh, they got a win last night, knocked off the number one team in the country in Minnesota, which is always nice. So that was kind of cool. And now you get ready for tonight and tomorrow. That's that's where we're at. That's how I start my day. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. Can the uh, Green Bay Packers offense, can their offense score? If you are a betting man, wh- what are the odds that the Packers actually put it in the end zone in the first half of this ballgame? And I'm not talking field goal. I'm talking a bona fide touchdown. A bona fide touchdown. Uh, they have now got one, two, three, four games. Five, really. Uh, they that they five games in which they have not scored a touchdown in the first quarter. Go back to Atlanta. Atlanta, New Orleans, Detroit, Las Vegas, and Denver. They have not scored a touchdown in the first quarter. They put up ten points in Atlanta in the second quarter, but have not scored in the second quarter since then. So there's four games which they haven't put it in the end zone at all in the first half. Five games where they have not scored in the first quarter. So, what are the odds? If you were a betting man, would you drop any money at all if uh, you had to bet on the Green Bay Packers putting it into the end zone in the first quarter? Because uh, that's 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 what I'm looking for. I'm looking for a drive or two, uh, as Matt LaFleur wants to say, that you can hang your hat on. That's what I'm looking for. 877-867-1670. This portion of the program brought to you by The Water Doctors. And if you want to give them a shout, uh, the Connecticut Water Softening System, absolutely fantastic. I talk about it all the time. Call uh, John and his staff, 262-549-7733. 262-549-7733. Give them a shout, uh, 262-549-7733 for the Connecticut Water Softening System and don't forget, they are unbelievably philanthropic when it comes to uh, supporting our veterans in the uh, Fisher House and our motorcycle ride and such. And uh, if not, you know, for any other reason, you can help them out for that as well. Give them a call. If you're in the market for a water softening system, there is, uh, trust me, I've got it in my house. There is absolutely positively no better. Go to H2, the letter O, H2Odoctors.com. That's H2Odoctors.com or call them 262-549-7733. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. 
hurry. Take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions supply. See showroom for details. Offers on 1031 show enjoying a friday looking forward to tonight hopefully you are as well hey uh good uh good party going on this weekend too uh they got music tonight and tomorrow night but down at the nice ash downtown waukesha 323 west main street and i think they're halloween uh their halloween party tomorrow night as a matter of fact, so um, but I know Aaron's behind the bar tonight, and Dan and the gang are behind the bar tomorrow night. Uh, so if you're going to get uh, a little dressed up and go down and maybe have yourself a uh, uh, a beverage, or if you want to walk into the humidor or the hookah, whatever it happens to be, and listen to some good music, that's uh, this is uh, Nice Ash Cigar Bar, three twenty three West Main Street, downtown Waukesha. Good stuff. Good stuff tonight. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. A couple of different things that I wanted to get into. This uh, was uh, from uh, Maxie. Maxie says, uh, there's no way that the Packers score in the first half if the Vikings defense plays the way they did against the 49ers. That was smash mouth defense at its finest. They've been getting better over the last couple of games, and I don't see the Packers getting any better offensively. This is a scary game for us Packers fans. Uh, Michael said, I wish uh, – oh, no, never mind. He's talking basketball at the moment. Um, I I just – you know, <laughs> this is something we've been talking about all week, and it's just – I just want to see the Packers put some semblance of a drive together. What I don't want to see is a three and out, a four and out, a three and out, you know, and then there's scrambling to try to put something together before half. It fails. Boot off the field. Uh, that's one thing. That'd be uh, if you want to take bets on whether or not they score a, a touchdown in the first half of the ball game. That's one thing. But if they say put up three or just six points on Sunday in the first half and it looks ugly. Uh, now take the over and under. What what are the chances they uh, everybody that's sitting in the rain looking at this game going, boy, this isn't worth it, and they boo them off the field at halftime because that's a possibility as well. That and I I said that yesterday, and there was a few Packers fans that said we don't boo our team. The hell you don't. Don't lie to me about that. I've been there. I'm at home games. I'm there. They got booed off the field. Because that, that offense, the last time they were at Lambeau, was pathetic. They took an ass kicking from Detroit. No, don't tell me that. I was there. There was no way they're yelling, we want more brew. That ain't happening. <laughs> it was bad. So, no doubt. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, bad Pewter says uh, the rain's going to slow down the Vikings' pass game as well as their defensive pass rush. Depends on how hard it's raining. 
They are expecting rain during the game, but it depends on how hard it's raining. If it's a drizzle, nah, nobody cares. You know, it's not going to hurt them. And the field, that field, don't forget, is part synthetic and part real grass. It's like almost the perfect surface to play on. Although, I will say this, and I'm, I'm sure many of you have noticed it, it's been weird because even the Packers have had trouble with footing at times. And a lot of times the, the equipment people will tell you they're not, doing, they're not going with the full inch cleat. They tell them to, but they're like, ah, I don't want to get slowed down. It gets stuck, uh, you know. And then they start slipping and sliding going, okay, maybe I should probably go to the full inch cleat. But we've seen that, yes. Um, right? JJ says, hopefully the uh, Vikings are going to have the wrong cleats on. Uh, Tyler says, what about having a lot of Vikings fans in the stands? Ticket prices are coming down. They may drown out the Packers fans' booze. I doubt that. But ticket prices are coming down because for two reasons. One, the Packers have not played well. And two, uh, the weather forecast is rain. It, you, you know, there's a lot of people that can stay in the cold. You can dress for the cold. But being cold and wet, that's, that's not a great recipe. You'll get a lot of people out there. I mean, there's some people that dress for it, and they're, they're garbed up in the ponchos and the, and the muck boots and all that stuff. Absolutely. But um, you get a lot of that that sticks around for a half. And then after that, they're kind of like, oh, you want to go? Okay, let's go. Unless, of course, it's just a terrific game. Then nobody wants to leave. But like the Vikings fans, they'll stay. They paid their money. They came came over. I mean, this is their this is the the event that they came to see. So they're going to stick around. Packers fans, not that they're fair weather, but it's not a good game and it's raining. You may want to say, let's check out the uh, the second half of the game in the car ride on the way home, depending on where that is. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to chime in, feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Let's go to Derek listening to us in Albany. Derek, how you doing, man? What's up? Hey, Bill, I, we, we love your stories, man, of things that you encounter, you know, and some of them weird? are just self-deprecating. Yeah, Jim, yeah, it is. A, that's a weird story. And a lot of funny things. And then you're self-deprecating. You're not afraid to say goofy stuff about yourself when things go wrong. So that, no. that humanizes you, man. That's pretty cool. We like that. Hey, a couple things, you know, you just mentioned, I wasn't even thinking this on hold for a long time, but um, there might be a ton of Viking fans there, man. That's going to be such a drag. You know, like, yeah. like we know, back in the old days, it was tricky to get tickets. Now, because of the Internet, you know, there's so many ways to get tickets, and people, you know, can sell their tickets for terribly exorbitant amounts and, and you know, and recoup a lot of what they pay per season tickets. It's, it's insulting to a degree. But I wanted to mention a couple things. Um, Mark Tauscher, I heard him say that he, he's the only person, the only Packer analyst I've heard that was gloriously proclaiming that, the Packers are going to have a big advantage in this game. And everybody's like, what? And he said it's because he feels that because Minnesota had a great game against San Francisco, that they're going to be due for a letdown. They're going to fall flat on their face. I don't know. I'm looking at it this way, Bill. I've been a Packer fan for a long time, since the mid-60s. And 90% of the time, even in lean times, I'm saying, we can win this game. We can do it, and I'm hopeful. I'm not hoping for anything but a decent performance. I don't want to let myself down. I get my hopes up. You know, I got my hope so much for that Denver game. And I'm like, what the hell? So Packer right. fans are at the point. Packer fans are at the point where they're like, well, you know, don't don't get your hopes up too high. I hate to say that. And I'm a huge Packer fan. I uh, appreciate the phone call. And going back to what you were referring when it came to Mark Tauscher saying that the Packers have an advantage. I don't want to say they have an advantage um, because they don't have confidence right now. They're trying to find themselves. 
Uh, meanwhile, the Vikings, the, specifically their defense, has gotten progressively better in the last few games. So maybe they're starting to feel it. And the one thing that you have to be a little bit leery of when you get a defense that starts to feel it is now they play with that kind of reckless abandon because now they feel like we're doing things right. Keep doing things right. We found our groove. So one of two things can happen. Either one, you go out and you do something that takes them out of their groove and then they're scrambling because they can't figure it out. Or they get in their groove and they they enhance it and it gets even worse. And that means they just beat the hell out of you, you know. So I would say I mean, if I have to give anybody an edge, okay, I understand the letdown factor. And Mark's been in a locker room, in an NFL locker room, so I, I give that that mentality thought to him, absolutely. But you got a team that's played progressively better, and confidence is a wonderful thing. Overconfident is is detrimental. But confidence is a wonderful thing. And what they did was they rejuvenated their season. So if they can go into lane, if they can take it, they can knock off the team that is projected by many to be the best team in the NFC. If they can knock them off and then take it to the next level by coming into Lambeau Field and doing what uh, Detroit did to the Packers and say, look, Packers are no longer kings of the mountain and we're going to pound on them. We're gonna, they're, they're down. The only team that they can beat is a team that's worse than them, and that's Chicago. We're going to pound on them, and we're going to do exactly what Detroit did. Well, then you come in with a boatload of confidence. Now, whether or not you can actually execute that, we'll have to wait and see. But one, I'll, I'll say this. Once the, once the kickoff goes and the pads hit for the first time, all that other stuff goes out the window. You come out, uh, if you're a defensive player for Minnesota, you come out with confidence. Like, let's get after it. Let's do this. And you play with a little more energy, a little more verve, you know. Um, but if it doesn't go well, that can evaporate very quickly. And suddenly you're back to an even playing field and you're trying to find your niche. If you're the Packers and you get off to a fast start, God forbid, just please, Lord, please let, let the Green Bay Packers get off to a fast start. But if they come out and get off to a fast start, then all of a sudden you got the Vikings going, wait a minute, this team can't score in the first half and all of a sudden they're driving the ball on us. What are we doing wrong? Then they begin to question themselves. So the first drive or two are that is going to be that is going to be probably the the tone setter for the remainder of that contest. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to chime in, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Uh, we got Mike Clemens coming up towards the end of the show today, which is always great on a Friday. We're going to hear from inside the locker room. We'll hear from Mike and such. So looking forward to that. This portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends at Pottawatomie Hotel Casino. A lot of good stuff going on. If you're looking for some weekend fun, whether it's hitting the gaming tables, the slots, a little bit of food, beverage, or you just want an overnight stay, go to PaysBig.com. That is PaysBig.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. The all-new Pottawatomie Casino Hotel has something you got to see. Play more slots and games, and you could say, show me the money, to reveal up to 10 grand each Thursday. 800,000 in prizes is up for grabs. 40 winners each week. This October and November at Pottawatomie, Milwaukee, when you're ready to win, just say, show me the money. More info at PaysBig.com. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play.
to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. Rocking on on a Friday. Glad to be here. Good, good stuff. Uh, this was from Jerry. Jerry says, uh, your questions are no and no. And I kind of paused for a minute, and then he, I, I sent me another email, and the email read, no way the Packers score in the first half, and no way the Badgers keep it close. <laughs> Jerry has very little faith. I would assume, Jerry, that you uh, do not have money on these games, or maybe you're betting that uh, the Packers don't score in the first half and that the Badgers don't keep it close. Uh, I, I hope both actually happen as far as the uh, the Packers scoring in the first half and making it a good game, and then uh, you get the the Badgers kind of wake up and take it to the Buckeyes. What What's your take on the game tomorrow, Grant? If this could be a competitive game going into the fourth quarter, I'd be happy. And I, yeah. I, I don't mean to minimize the Badgers' chances. It's a night game. College football is wild. Football in general is wild. Anything could happen, totally. But if they can keep this a game, and even if, if they don't win, obviously, or if it's not close at the end, if they could build on what they did last weekend. Because the nightmare is there's good vibes from last weekend. They walked it off against Illinois. And then they show up, and they're they're done in the first or second quarter. And then the vibes go right back in the tank. That's That's what I want to avoid. Just make this feel like a building week, even if they don't win or even if it's not close at the very end. Uh, I had a buddy of mine, uh, Jerry, and I've known Jerry for years. He lives down the street from me. He's a huge uh, Badger fan. And his thought was one of two. He said, one, I want him to keep it close. I want it to be respectable. He said, but, he said, here's my scenario. Because he hates Harbaugh in Michigan. I mean, I would assume that he can cut the the big M in his yard with a big circle around it and cross through it. He hates Michigan. I mean, hates Michigan. So he said, look, if the Badgers have to lose, he'd rather see a blowout. So Ohio State, via dominance of victory, leapfrogs Michigan, and then when they beat Michigan, that way they're a lock to be the Final Four and Michigan doesn't have a shot at a national title. And I told him, I said, look, if, say it is a close game, Ohio State's not going to drop. And still at the end of the season, if they beat Michigan, Michigan's going to fall. Ohio State will come up over them. And that it'll still work out that way. And he's he just believes that the committee is going to be too detrimental on Ohio State if they cannot beat an offensive, you know, ineptness that Wisconsin somewhat possesses. If, he, if they can't, you know, or if their defense, which is supposedly so good, can't stop Wisconsin, or if they can't beat Wisconsin by 30, he, he's, like, convinced that Ohio State's going to fall even further, and even if they beat Michigan in Michigan, that it's not going to matter. But I'm like, I, I don't I don't know. I don't think that that, that happens. That's galaxy so, brain, next-level thinking that, that as a is. college football fan. That is. He's a retired engineer, by the way. <laughs> that makes sense. That, <laughs> that tracks 100%. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, by the way, he worked for the state. He's a retired state engineer. He, uh, he did bridges, roadways, all that kind of stuff. Uh, but anyway, that 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 was his his thought. But this is the guy that every Saturday morning you you look out the window and there he is down the street and up the flagpole goes the Badger flag and you know he's he's fired up. So, but that's his mentality. I don't uh, I don't really abide by that because if Ohio State and Michigan both meet uh, uh, the Saturday after Thanksgiving and they're both undefeated and they're playing in Michigan and Ohio state goes in there and beats Michigan. Uh, hands down, Ohio state leapfrog Michigan. They'll go either number one or t- number two in the country. And 
then it will they will be guaranteed a spot in the Final Four, without a doubt. So I'm not worried about that. Would you prefer Michigan or Ohio State if one of those two teams has to make the football the the Final Four and, and maybe even win a national title? Which which would bother you less as a Badgers fan or as someone who cheers for the Badgers now? Are you asking me if I would want to see Ohio State win a national championship? Would you rather Would you rather see Michigan or Ohio State? I guess is my question. I take Ohio State every damn day of the week. Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah I suppose. Well, I'm from there. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't know your feelings on the team. I know you're not a Ryan Day fan. So I guess I. I didn't really I, know. No, no. I take it, but it would. It, it would. I, I look. I take it in a heartbeat, but that is in that scenario. And what you're asking me, I take it. Now, what the reality is, what do I think? I think that Ohio State's going to roll along. Ohio State's going to go into, into Michigan. They're going to get their ass kicked again. And everybody's going to think that because they have one loss on their record and they're still going to this bowl game and they're still being talked about, like, should they or should they not be part of the Final Four? Because last year they technically could have beat Georgia had they not sat on the ball for a 53-yard field goal. And they'll hang on to Ryan Day. And it's, it's, it's the John Cooperism. John Cooper recruited unbelievably, had just a mass, a massive amount of talent at Ohio State. But John Cooper did not work well with the boosters, and he did not. He couldn't beat Michigan. It, Michigan was his stumbling block, and he couldn't get past him. Thus, he got fired after a while. Finally, they went, oh, by the way, this guy can't win. And sure enough, they, they cut him loose. So I'm thinking the exact same thing. Ryan Day's had numerous opportunities. He can't get past Harbaugh. He has been to the Final Four, but even in the Final Four last year against Georgia, he choked. Uh, he, terrible coaching job down the stretch, which is really when you're supposed to make your money. And then he comes back again this year, and he wants to get all staunch and, and flex up on a female reporter after the game at, at Notre Dame as if he just beat you know Root, Newt Rockney's Notre Dame or Lou Holtz's Notre Dame, and he didn't. Notre Dame's a good team, but they're not a great team, and he went in there and beat them. Okay, that's great, but I think he's a horse's ass. I, I don't like him. I don't think he's that great of a coach. And I I can't wait to finally see his downfall. So but his but his results are his results. He's he's done enough to, to remain in the national spotlight. He's has him right there again. But we'll see. We'll see. And I by no means am I rooting against Ohio State to get, you know, beat by by Harbaugh. Oh my God, no. I can't stand Harbaugh even worse. And now the fact that this is the second or third time he's been investigated, and now they find that, you know, and again, you and I talked about this, stupid rule, dumb rule when it comes to the cheating aspect of things, sending somebody for, for you know, scouting information, dumb rule. I mean, how many of these college teams hold up these giant signs on the sidelines now? And all you got to do is figure them out. It's, it's, you know, I mean, I don't know how difficult it is, what the keys are, but, you know, I mean, they every, they hold them up, for God's sakes. So... I'm not – the the rule is a rule. The spirit of the rule is stupid. It's like, let's move on. We're, we're so much more advanced now than what we were. But the spirit of the rule is absolutely dumb. So, I don't know. I just uh, – I, I, if I had to take one, I'd take Ohio State. But what I think is going to happen and what I wish would happen are two vastly different things, I believe. Um. Jason said, did they expand the number of uh, playoff teams for college football this year, or is that next year? Is it, I think it's next year, right? Is it next year or the year after? I'm not the person to ask. I think it is next year, though. 
I'll look it up. Because uh, I thought it was a few years down the road. It was either 2024, 25, 26, something like that. It's not this year. I know that. Yeah, but, 2024. Um, they'll expand. 2024. Okay. Uh, so anyway, yeah, they'll expand then. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670, 1670 The Big Spank says, I heard that Michigan, if they make it uh, to the playoffs, the NCAA might remove them with the investigation going on with them. But still, they make it. I mean, I don't care what the NCAA does past that. It doesn't matter. It's too little too late. Uh, if you were really going to hurt them, you'd do something now. You'd, you'd say any game in which they sell, they pre-scouted that way, then then I, I would say those games would become automatic losses and do it that way. But, you know, and then blame it on your coach. If you're, you're a kid in that locker room and you're like, I can't believe this happened to us, blame your head coach. He knows about it. He knows what's going on, you know? I think there's a really solid chance that – Jim Harbaugh is not still the coach at Michigan whenever whatever punishment is is handed down from the NCAA. Right. The, this stuff yeah, takes forever. He uh, he probably won't be the, the coach, and by at that point in time, he may be back in the NFL. Pac fan had a good uh, heat point. He said he'll probably jump back into the NFL and go to the Bears. The Bears will pay him a bunch of money. So And I look, the NCAA has got to walk a thin line. As it is, they're being basically snipped by the Power Five conferences. So, because they're basically shuffling all the money and shuffling all the teams and shuffling all the power into their own conferences, they could look at the uh, NCAA and go, we don't need you. Go away. What are you going to do? And they're going to say, well, we can't do anything. Okay, talk to you later. You know, what's the NCAA going to do? Unless the NCAA has power to go to other teams to tell them you're not going to schedule them, you're not going to play them, we're going to sanction them in some way, shape, or form. But they can't take their money. They can't. You know, they, I, there's only so much they can do. They, they, there's just not much there right now because they've been so bo- so snipped by all the shuffling and the, the you know, gathering of power within the Power Five conferences. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We'll come back. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. All right, Team Pella, listen up. Thanks, John Kuhn. Customers love our products with limited lifetime warranties. Check out these big plays. Incredible innovations like blinds and shades between the glass. No interference on that play, Coach. And stylish windows with hidden screens that make game days a breeze. Can it get any better? It can. With monthly payments as low as $19 per window, $75 per patio door, and a free quote at PellaWI.com. Let's go. Whether you're looking to replace older damaged windows and doors or just wanting to revamp the look of your home, Pella offers a wide range of styles and materials to match your home's unique design. Hurry, take advantage of monthly payments as low as $19 per window and $75 per patio door at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Get your free quote today at PellaWI.com. 6.99 APR for 120 months. Certain restrictions apply. See showroom for details. Offers at 1031 
Somebody's been abused. Somebody blew up a building. Somebody stole a car. Somebody got away. Somebody didn't get too far. Yeah, they didn't get too far. Everybody seems to be uh, getting in on the deal uh, when it comes to an NIL uh, deal. Uh, which the NIL stands for Name, Image, and Likeness. Uh, big thing on college campuses today. One UW-Madison student is the first to get an NIL deal as a member of the Wisconsin band. Did you read about this, Grant? No, but now I have to. Yeah. Will Hazeltine plays the mellophone. And the UW Marching Band. He's a geological engineering major from Edgerton. And uh, some, you know, 50,000 students on campus around the world. And he is uh, Quick Trip's first NIL partner. Quick Trip is now paying this guy. I don't know specifically what he's got to do for this. But as a member of the marching band, he's now got an NIL deal. First of all, I wasn't sure what the hell a mellophone was, and it's like a giant trumpet that's all twisted up. But, uh, yeah, uh, the coffee lover believes in his initiative, Wisconsin Roots, passion for all things Quick Trip, and sold the company on him. Uh, back when he turned 16, loved the company. Said uh, it was his main gas station, Quick Trip, so every time he gets gas, he said it was had to be a Quick Trip, which I understand that. He said from there he got the Quick Trip Rewards cards. So he said, now I'm hooked for life. I've been telling you, get a Quick Rewards card. And part of his deal, he makes Quick Trip-focused content that he posts on his social media pages. And uh, he said if it works, it works. If it's fun, and when it's fun, it's not work, but he just enjoys doing it. And uh, he goes there, drinks coffee. And films himself doing it and playing the mellophone. And he takes the mellophone in there with him, I guess. How about that? What are you and I doing wrong? I was going to say, not bad work if you can get it. Right? Yeah. Do you he think if I, letting... <laughs> if I take a guitar or a keyboard or something into quick, you think they'll throw me out or you think they'll give me a deal? I got to try this. Um, it depends on where you play it. If you're sitting down with your pants around your ankles playing it on the toilet, no. <laughs> If you go in and you start blasting, blasting through it, my assumption is bands are going to start start going to Quick Trip now. They're going to start setting up, you know, drummers and all that kind of stuff, bongo players. Um, I see. I think personally now, you know, if you're like a Dunker fan, you should go in there and have like a Dunker contest, kind of like they do with Joey Chestnut and the hot dog eating contest. Now it's the Quick Trip Dunkers. How many of those things you can eat, or the Glazers? Oh, you can only handle so much of that sugar, but how much can you put down, you know? Can you do that? Uh, what else? Those cheeseburgers? Cheeseburger eating contest at Quick Trip? Oh, those things. I might I might contest in that thing. Those cheeseburgers, especially when that stuff gets on sale, look out. I'm walking in there with cargo pants, putting one in every pocket. But he said he's not letting stardom go to his head. But uh, he does get paid as part of the deal. But he wouldn't say how much, said he can get a lot of coffee, free coffee as well. Talk with Quick Trip, and the company says they're still looking for more student partnerships. Uh, there you go. We got to go back to school. That's our issue. Yeah. 
There you go. Well, we are living in the school of hard knocks, so we should we should get paid a little yeah. more for that, I guess. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Damn straight. Uh huh. But yeah, now a Wisconsin band member. See, now I wonder if it's copyright if he goes in and starts playing the UW fight song. You know. He gets sued for playing if he on goes Wisconsin. In, if as he's drinking coffee, he's playing on Wisconsin, you know. <laughs> the horns players, they're very particular about not eating or drinking. Like I like I'm in a band, we had a saxophone player for a long time and we'd have a you know, we'd bring a six pack or whatever, but oh I can't drink beer, that'll end up whatever I put in my mouth will end up in my saxophone. It's like, okay, nerd. Okay. I mean yeah. good in, good musician and all, but lighten up, yeah. buddy. Right? Yeah, I'd I'd be yeah. I'd pour beer in my saxophone. Say that. Ah, there's already already something in there. It's a drinking I would pour instrument. beer in my sax saxophone to the point that it was flooded. So as I was playing my saxophone, bubbles of beer would come out. That is the ultimate saxophone player, at least in my my opinion. So you know. But there you go, nil deal inked, going to Quick Trip, UW marching band, nice. I went to school in the wrong era. I spent so much money at Quick Trip and lacrosse. Oh my god. Right. Yeah, I uh, I didn't. There was no nil nil deals when I was in in college. That wasn't happening. Wish there was. I mean, we couldn't even get a ride home from a booster in the rain. Otherwise, you were going to be penalized. You walked uphill both ways. Right, right. Well, I mean, it was true, though. If, you, if you're if you walking home in the rain, say, from the gym working out or something, from the weight weight class, uh, you know, and that was considered an improper receiving of a benefit because, because you're a football player. They would have said you received that as opposed to another student, you know, and you you could you could lose eligibility for that. Stupid, I know. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next.